Last Friday, June 26th, both Platts and Argus announced they were launch, going to launch reporting on the daily price of a new crude benchmark called American Gulf Coast Select, or AGS. Joining us today, we're happy to welcome Mr. Harold Hamm, the founder and executive chairman of Continental Resources. We know one of the America's largest independent oil producers. He's here to talk to us more about that. We're also joined by my colleague, Leslie Haynes. She's executive editor at Oil & Gas Investor and Heart Energy. Thank you both for being here. Mr. Hamm, I'd like to start off by asking you about, uh, you know, being a driving force and working together to make this happen. Please explain what it actually is. Okay, well, uh, thanks uh, for inviting me uh, here today. And, and thank Oil and Gas Investor Magazine for all it does for the industry. It's tremendous. And, you know, this story uh, needs to be told, first of all, to the industry and, uh, you know, y'all are the perfect ones to do it. So just glad to be with you. And, and American uh, Gulf Coast Select is a new benchmark. And uh, last, uh, as you mentioned, both Platts and Argus uh, put out a new marker for AGS uh, last week. And that, that was tremendous. That, that's the first step. There's a lot to do yet to make it a, a very liquid market and all that kind of business. But, you know, that's ahead of us, but it's a, a great first step. It seems like uh, always we have to come up uh, to a crisis moment before, uh, you, you know, you get anything done. And certainly that, that's, uh, that's, that's what happened here. But we all recall Dark Monday as we call her Black Monday, uh, perhaps uh, in April, uh, on April 20th, uh, when we had a negative price of minus $37.43. So from that point, we started looking for alternatives. And certainly this is a great alternative to that. It needed to happen a, a very long time. And finally it, it's taken place. Uh, so this is a, the, the first huge step in a, in a process that could bring about <clears throat> the market for a waterborne barrel for our type of oil from America. You know, we're the, we're the one to start all this. We started it with horizontal drilling and, and created a, a tremendous renaissance in America for new crude and, and natural gas uh, to the market, uh, bring that to the market. So. Uh, a great deal of increased supply, and uh, and that uh, you know started the whole process uh, and why we need uh, uh, this benchmark today. You know, it follows on with what we did with lifting the ban for exports in America, and that too uh, was brought on by horizontal drilling and what we did uh, American Energy Renaissance. So this is a great first step, and uh, last week was so. Uh, tremendous at both Arcus and Platts uh, came out and uh, and created this, uh, these markers out there in, in, in the market. And so we can proceed from there. We've got a lot of heavy lifting to do. It takes the in, entire industry community to get this done. So it's a first step, but it's a great first step. We're so pleased. Thank you, Harold. Um, you say you have a long way to go yet. Uh, who are the people who are going to work with you to try to increase liquidity on this new benchmark crude AGS? 
to get more uh, transparency into the market? Well, it takes, uh, you know, all the refiners, uh, the people that buy the oil, they're the most important, most important players. So all those markets that's out there, uh, that's tremendously important, but it's, it's everybody. It's all the infrastructure. If you would have tried to do this a lot earlier, we probably couldn't have gotten it done because we didn't have the volume necessary. Today, you know, week over week, you've got about 3.3 million barrels a day that's exported. So that, that's good volume. And, and uh, so all those cargoes that's going wherever they're going, you know, that's a market that's out there. So, and, you know, the supply's there, demand's there. Uh, so that's, that's the first step. So, but you had to have the infrastructure. You had to have the dock space. You had to have all the terminals uh, to export. You had to have the pipeline infrastructure, first of all, to move it to the Gulf. And so that's what we have today. A lot of the oil that we're talking about, it never goes to Cushing. You know, it never sees Cushing from the Permian, from the Eagleford, for instance, a lot of our Bakken oil, it never sees Cushing. So we're, we're already getting it to the Gulf Coast. So this is a, a great concept. You know, uh, you know every, every major market in the world, just about, is on, on the water. They're waterborne barrels. Cushing was the only one that's a kind of a landlocked uh, market. And, you know, it's just, it's just not uh, efficient. And it's not what we need today. Both Platts and Argus, you know, they, they use their own method, methodology to uh, set these. So we, we think it will become a, a, a superior market uh, to WTI and Cushing, just because of the location where it's at geographically on the water, a waterborne barrel. And let's just take the, 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 some of the situation that was there, you know, speculators speculate that Cushing was going to fill their storage, uh, you know, for the, the, in April 21st, 22nd, whatever, in, in the near future there. And so that was, that was the thought that they were going to fill that storage and have nowhere to go and all that. Well, it hadn't filled yet, but anyway, it's a finite amount of storage. When you have ships waiting there, as long as you have those ships to load those cargoes, you have an infinite amount of storage, plus all the other storage that exists uh, in the Houston uh, area, Gulf Coast areas. It's just tremendous compared to uh, other places. So you, you have an infinite amount of storage. You, you have all those things. So, and that's, that's what it takes. You know, when you look around the world, all the, all the major uh, markets, they're on the water, waterborne barrels. Tell us briefly about the group that you spearheaded or drove to create this, to make this happen. How many producers are involved, for example? Well, you know, you, you look at, uh, like I said, we wanted the, the large companies, and we've got several uh, that's in there. But basically, this is a, what we did, we set up uh, American Gulf Coast Select uh, benchmark uh, for the best practices group. So a uh, best practices association. So 
that's that's what we set up. We started putting that together, and and we've got an organization built around that. So it's it's everybody. We we tend to think of producers as the all most important people, uh, but here, you know, we we say it's, they're the tail of the dog. You know, they're they're kind of the last ones you have to have. You have to have everybody else. You've got to have uh, refining. You've got to have midstream. You know, you've got to have uh, all of the others, the market makers, and they're very important to, you know, uh, make sure you've got a liquid market that you mentioned earlier. That's so important. But, you know, if that market exists, all of the producers are going to be there. So we say they're the tail of the dog, very important tail. They're the ones that created this, okay? You know, with all the innovation technology, uh, that they brought about with horizontal drilling that created this whole thing that brought us all this oil that we can produce out of uh, tight rock, you know, that uh, that we're producing in the, in the Permian, the Bakken, you know, Eagleford. So uh, they're important, but here they're the tail of the dog. They're not going to sell to an inferior market. Do you think this is going to eventually be traded on the futures market? When do you think that might happen? Well, certainly uh, we do. We're talking uh, uh, to to folks. Uh, for instance, we're talking to ICE, and and uh, and they're they're the ones that uh, that's a platform with Brents, and it's been a very successful platform. So we've been in uh, in close communication with them and others. But uh, you know, it's uh, we want we want somebody that can run a platform and do it. Uh, extremely well uh, to make sure that we had the very best market. So, you know, we want the best practices and uh, put in place to create this. Right. Well, how will this specifically help Continental? You're a big, big oil producer. How is this going to help you or change what you do? Well, you know, I've uh, done a lot of work for the industry and, you know, it's just kind of like uh, lifting the ban at that time. Uh, you know, we, we weren't on the, we didn't have oil on the Gulf Coast, but certainly knew that had to happen uh, to uplift the entire industry and the same, same thing here. But I think with all producers, Continental and everybody else included, you know, you've got to get your oil to the best market and to a viable market. And, and people have been uh, doing that with the infrastructure that's been built you know, DAPL pipeline, for instance, and, and others that, you know, that, that's, that's where they wind up. Uh, and it, uh, their nexus is the, the Gulf Coast. So that's, that's what people have been planning for and doing that for a long time. So we've worked on a, a lot of important issues over the uh, past several years. You know, reversal of Seaway pipeline, worked on that. That was a huge thing that happened that had to happen to make this possible. So this has actually been going on a very long time to get to this point. But I think it, this is a great day for producers. This is a great new beginning. So, you know, with all the gloom doom that's out there, this is probably the bright spot today. And, you know, I'm just happy to play a small, very small part in it. 
And we're thankful to hear that and to have you as an advocate for the industry as well, Mr. Ham. As a final question for you, with being such a strong leader and advocate for our industry, do you have any final thoughts on this topic, but also of the path forward as we move forward from here, getting through the rest of 2020 into 2021? I, I do. Uh, you know, we, we've watched the uh, demand come back and it's been slow to do so, but it will. And, uh, you know, it takes a lot of faith to be in this industry. And uh, man, you have to maintain that faith. And it's, it's pretty tough to do when you got a pandemic uh, going on like COVID-19. People can't even meet with each other, okay? So it, it's, it's tough, to, tough to have faith during this, but it will turn around. It is turning around. Uh, you know, you, you just have to be very conscious of the, the market and not oversupply it and uh, not glut it. And, and so people are doing that. Our company has done that. And so it's, uh, some of these things take a while, but it's usually during situations like this that you find opportunity. And that's what we tell our people. Look for opportunity and grasp opportunity. Don't give up. You know, we're, we're all at work here at Continental. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm glad to be doing what I, you know, I said that we, we brought a CEO in. I wasn't stepping down, I was stepping up, but it gives me time to do more of this for the industry. And I'm glad to be here doing my part. And it's, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be uh, fantastic. It's gotta be done right. It's gotta be done with everybody in the whole oil industry community uh, to make this happen. The market makers are very important. Uh, but they're going to be there at the end of the day. We just have to have a, a very liquid market created that's uh, very efficient and it works well for the industry. It's good to be with you all today. We really appreciate your time. I think I can speak for Leslie and myself and Heart Energy. We appreciate the time you've taken over the years and this time today as well. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you.